And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. It's all about international tournaments today as the UEFA Champions League Round of 16 rumbles on, the CONCACAF Champions League follows suit, and the Copa Libertadores enters its final pre-group stage qualification phase. John Muller is here to break down not all of those games, but the two big games in Europe. I'm Alex Abnos from The Athletic, and this is Soccer Every Day for Tuesday, March 15th. First, as usual, it's your TV guide for today, and all times are Eastern. As I mentioned before, it's a big day in the UEFA Champions League. We have two games, both at 4 p.m., both on Paramount Plus, Ajax hosting Benfica, Manchester United hosting Atletico Madrid. I'm going to talk much more about those games with John Muller here in a second. Later on tonight, the CONCACAF Champions League. Comunicaciones taking on New York City FC, NYCFC up 3-1 on aggregate in that particular game. That's at 8 p.m. on Fox Sports 2 and 2 de NA. And then, of course, the Copa Libertadores in South America were into the final qualification phase, which will determine who will move on to the group stage of the Copa Libertadores proper. Tonight's matchup is Barcelona de Guayaquil against America Minero. That kicks off at 8.30 p.m. on BN Sports. That game is nil-nil on aggregate right now, so there could be some intrigue there. And then finally, if you're in the mood for some Liga Emekis tonight at 11 p.m., Monterrey take on Juarez. That'll be on ESPN Deportes. All right, let's send it over to John Muller. All right, it is Tuesday, the second to last day of the Champions League round of 16, and I have here with me John Muller. John, you cover analytics and data and all sorts of cool things for the Athletic UK, and you've been, you actually wrote a piece uh, before or after the last, uh, like the first leg between May United and Atletico Madrid, which is one of the two games today, uh, that centered on sort of how willing Atletico Madrid was to just kind of let Man United have the ball, which feels like it's been sort of the calling card for Atletico Madrid since, I don't know, it's hard to remember an Atletico Madrid pre-Diego Simeone because he's been there for so long, but that has been their thing for a while. Do you think that'll play out again here in the second leg today? You know, I feel like that like sort of caricature of Atletico Madrid gets played up a little bit because we see them in these high profile champions league games against teams that love the ball. And yeah, they're, they're, they're typically willing to sit back. And that wasn't really a dynamic that we saw against Manchester United because Manchester United is not sure whether they want the ball or not right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in this, in this they're unsure game. about a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. They, they are unsure about a lot of things. And so uh, Atletico was not sitting as deep as you might've seen against, you know, Barcelona or Real Madrid back in the day. Uh, it was, it was really a, well-organized midfield press and their kind of versatile 5-3-2 defensive set. Their wingbacks were kind of pushing up one at a time. And Manchester United was not using width in a way that you might to kind of beat that narrow midfield three. Uh, and so even though Atletico did not have the ball like at all in the first half, it was 67% possession to United. 
the field tilt was heavily in uh, Atletico Madrid's favor. So they were getting way more final third touches, even though they were getting way fewer total touches. And it was all just because United could not crack that midfield at all. And that's, you know, that's a formula that they could easily apply in, in the second leg uh, at Old Trafford. I think that uh, it, it worked in their favor. Uh, it works well against Rangnick's style. Yeah, so sitting off and waiting for Manchester United to make mistakes in midfield is a profitable strategy when you're as well-organized a defense as Atletico Madrid is, and especially in an away leg. Um, I, I think that we could easily see a similar dynamic play out uh, in this game. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard it right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer, if you ask me. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Uh, of course, that game is, uh, that tie, I should say, is poised at 1-1 heading to Old Trafford. Um, so a lot on the table here. The other game today is also tied on aggregate but a few more goals in this one. Ajax versus Benfica. Uh, it's 2-2 on aggregate. What are, did you see in the first leg of this particular game? And what are you anticipating as it moves to Amsterdam as Ajax hosts this one? So this one was fun because it's... It is fun. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's a matchup of two teams that like most people don't really have a good sense of how good they are. Because even if you watch every Ajax game in the Eurodivisie, like you don't really know how good they are. Uh, right. until you know they're playing Tottenham in the semifinal like you know they, they kind of sneak up on you right and uh, Benfica is, is third I think right now in the Portuguese league um, and so Ajax rolled everybody in the group stage they were undefeated they were 6-0 they had uh, outstanding goal difference and you know people thought maybe they were going to be a dark horse again this year and then they play the third best team in Portugal and like it's a pretty even game uh, it's, it's a little bit end-to-end it's a little bit sloppy uh, Ajax is getting beaten transition a lot but they're also not really like controlling the game and keeping it at Benfica's end as much as you might've expected. Um, so, you know, yes, that game was, was in Portugal and, you know, maybe it'll be a different story when they're playing in the Netherlands, but I, I really don't know what to expect from these teams right now. And that's fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's arguably the reason we watch sports at all. Cause you don't, <laughs> you don't I mean, know what to expect. You know, it feels like most of the big champions league ties, like you do know what to expect from both teams and you, probably know how it's going to turn out. And so I really love, uh, you know, getting to know teams in a high pressure situation kind of for the first time. I'm curious uh, in either of these teams in Ajax or Benfica based on the last uh, leg of this particular tie, did you see anything that you think might give some, let's say quote unquote, bigger teams a scare uh, in the way that maybe Ajax showed in the, in the group stage? 
I mean, I, I think everybody should still be terrified of Sebastian Heller, including uh, Ajax's goal, apparently, because he scored yeah. a couple of fans <laughs> in that game. Uh, <laughs> but he's, you know, he's he's not their standout player. Anthony has had a, a terrific season for Ajax. Uh, he wasn't the standout player in the first game, but I think he, he could easily be in this one, uh, dribbling Brazilian inverted right winger uh, who scores a lot. I think that Ryan Gravenberch again didn't have a great game against Benfica in the in the first leg, but he's a guy who everybody expects to be a star. And when he's on his game, uh, you know, he draws comparisons to Paul Pogba. He's he's just a tall, athletic, extremely skillful midfielder who can cover ground and and sort of do it all. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to see Ajax at their best. Oh, I'm so sorry, <laughs> it's okay. I'm excited to see IX at their best. And and we did see a little bit of it in group stage, uh, you know, when they're crushing Borussia Dortmund, for example. And I, I think that probably we'll see more of that in uh, in the home leg of this tie. Well, it'll be interesting to watch play out. John Muller, thanks so much uh, for joining us on the show today. Thanks for having me. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can subscribe for $1 a month for six months by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. Thank you so much for listening. Happy soccer to you all. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.